Hi there, welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson, and our show today is on a few things the soul, frequency of the soul, and higher self, mostly. We're also going to be talking about the Sound Healing Conference coming up and playing some videos of sound baths from the Sound Healing Conference while we're talking about the frequency of soul and higher self and also how to work with the mind in relation to the soul and higher self. So before we do that, uh, so our intention, our intention is that we all might be more connected to our soul and higher self and find its frequency. Before we do that, let me tell you about some things happening here at the Institute. We have tomorrow, we have an open house in case you're in the area. It's uh, from uh, 1 to 5 and um, it's all about how sound affects you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We're doing a lot of meditation through the day. And even though it's like four hours, people don't want to leave afterwards. You put you on the sound table, get blissed out. It's like, oh my God, it's so much fun. So uh, you can find that at uh, soundhealingcenter.com slash events. Or you can just email me uh, if you want to RSVP. David at SoundHealingCenter.com. And then we also have our certificate program in Sausalito. It started about a month ago. You could still jump in. Uh, The next one is actually starting January 17th. Uh, It's half online and half at the Institute. Three and a half months at the Institute in Sausalito, just north of San Francisco. And six months online. You could start the online portion anytime. And it's really about how the universe works, how to uh, get, a, uh, how to work in the industry in the field, and also how to get more and more still, so the whole universe opens up. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today, actually. So um, we also have the online vor- version starting October 25th, and uh, you could actually. Um, uh, yeah, it starts about every two weeks. So it works really well online. And um, classes, you could also do individual classes as well. Uh, if you just go to globesoundhealing.com or soundhealingcollege.com, you'll find all the info on the classes. We also have a recording program that just started about a month ago. You could jump into that as well. It's all about how to run uh a digital audio workstation like uh, Pro Tools, Ableton Live, or Logic, and do recording, mixing, and producing. Uh, We also uh, have our next uh, voice analysis training. It's coming up in December. I think it's actually about December 4th, so you have to buy it like a couple weeks before. Uh, That's will show you exactly what's going on with your system based on missing frequencies or frequencies that are too much in your voice, which come from emotional and physical trauma and even from uh, being around certain frequencies that are annoying where your ear actually turns them down and then you have problems with different organs. So that's coming up. We, we also do treatments for $85. Um, 
And then we also have our uh, brainwave assessment. If you go to soundhealingtherapy.com, you'll see it there under brainwave assessment, tuned to you, where we find your note and then we give you binaural beats and uh, precisely tuned to you, which are way more effective for sleep, for delta, theta for creativity, alpha for learning, and beta for overcoming ADD. But the big thing we have happening is the conference. Oh, actually, let me tell you about the store. We also have, uh, we have four main components here. We have the school. We have the store. We have over 300 items in the store, which we do have a sale going on. Most is 10 to 15% off right now in the store. So, um, and all the items are already marked down in the store. We've got everything from crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, um, didgeridoos. We've got books and CDs. We've got higher consciousness devices like uh, uh, the iCube, which is a scale wave device. We've also got a rodent coil now that will actually take you into another dimension that you can hook up to the sound tables. We have sound tables, sound lounges, we have sound pillows and dolphins. Check it out. Soundoflove.com. That's all on sale right now. A lot of different treatments. We have uh, a lot of students that are giving treatments uh, starting in a couple of weeks here. So you can find those at soundtherapycenter.com. Under the Sound Healing Research Foundation, we've got over, we've got like a thousand papers you can check out and, and, uh, that are clinical papers and student papers. We also have a, a, a practitioner database, and we've got the Medical Sound Association with over 30 treatment plans for different issues. We've got over 600 doctors and sound therapists meeting bimonthly to figure out uh, issues. Our next meeting with them is uh, November, I think it's November 13th, and we're going to be looking at palliative care, you know, uh, sound for hospice. Right. And then uh, we also have the Sound Education Association with over 100 administrators that you can join as well. And we're, we're working on a curriculum for kids at uh, uh, all different ages from three months to 18 years. We've actually already got 2,500 exercises created and we're creating a master video and document to take to governments around the world. So we're looking to put together a lobbying group in case you're uh, at that level and want to help. Or you just want to join in and help with all the exercises. That's at sound, um, uh, soundeducationcenter.com. Okay. Those are the things we have happening. But again, the big thing we have happening is the Sound Healing Conference. Our 12th International Globe Sound Healing Conference, November 9th to the 13th. uh, And it's 25 of the top researchers, pioneers, instructors, doctors, sound therapists, and musicians from around the world. And it's... uh, it's, uh, We've got... uh, I'll give you kind of an overview... I'm doing a presentation on the frequency of everything. Yasos goes through about 15 different ways to use sound and music for healing and light body activation. 
uh, Gerald Savage is doing integrating music, sound, and frequencies into your life. Dina is doing a whole thing on the pillars to reconnect you to the pulse of creation. It's very cool. She ties it into Egypt as well. And then uh, Mark Romero did a, is, is doing a whole whole workshop on healing your life at the speed of sound. And then we have Karen Holly, who's one of our students. She's doing a whole clinical paper uh, or, or talks about all the clinical papers on how sound and and toning and humming and vowels are really good for you. Then Gregory Hogue, oh my God, Gregory goes into sacred geometry in detail. He's really, really cool. Codes of Ascension with White Feather. Kevin James is talking about the healing power of mantras and heart songs, his heart songs. Peter Sterling goes into a lot of sacred geometry as well and how to use sound in that realm. Sasha talks a lot about uh, uh, actually uh, uh, dealing with negative beliefs and how to transform negative beliefs. Jane uh, does a whole thing on how to work with Tibetan bowls and also how to sing with Tibetan bowls. And then John Stuart Reed does a lot on the science. He he talks a lot about how uh, you can actually create light with sound inside the body and also how to how water actually creates electricity and how you can then imprint the water with frequencies and make it even more electrically alive which is really good for you uh, Kemba is doing a thing on the sound of creation she did the whole show on Gaia the sound of creation and she's also talks about aligning with the sound current the cosmic current of vibration in the universe, right? Uh, Ashana uh, talks about doing her sound bath. She's one of the top sound bath people on the planet. And uh, we talked a lot of, uh, we talk a lot about how to actually access higher consciousness, which we're talking about today. Uh, Satya talks about what she does in her sound bath. Oh my God, I'm going to play a little bit of her in a minute. And then Gary Malkin goes into how how music works to really bring peace and open up emotions in you. Gary is uh, one of the top, uh, he does music for a lot of movies, but also has been doing sound healing now. Wa talks about how it all works, integrating sound healing into your daily life. And Jamie Price talks about light language. And she actually does light language. We played that last last time. And then I do a whole thing on tuning into all frequencies in the universe at once. Multiple things at once to access higher consciousness. And we'll talk a little bit about that today. You can sign up on the site sound, globesoundhealingconference.com. It's free. It's free. And then we've got, uh, you know, actually for $97, you can download all the conferences we've done. So it's really, really cool. So November 9th to the 13th. Let me play uh, a bit of one of the treatments that Satya does on me. We play this in the conference and it's really interesting. So she was working on me doing sound. Uh So 
check this out.
It's obvious that she is not in her head thinking about what musical intervals or what, you know, what she's going to sing next or planning it out. You know, it's totally channeled, right? She's accessing a higher state of consciousness. And there's a lot of times when people do that in this field. As I've said before, I've been to sound baths or to treatments where people are just doing something, doing some cool sound, just playing instruments, ding, 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 right? And it's cool. And then I've been to other treatments and sound baths where it's all white light. It's like the whole room turns into sparkles everywhere, right? The ceiling opens up, love pours in. Oh, my God. I remember one of the first times was when I was at a event uh, at my sound healing conference with Tom Kenyon. And I'm like, what is going on? It's like this love is just pouring into my heart, right? It's not just a normal sound bath. It's not just cool sounds, right, at all. And there's so many people that are accessing these higher states of consciousness. And more and more people are crossing the threshold, right? So the the focus today in our discussion is how do you get there? I mean, once you've accessed it quite a few times, it's really pretty easy. You just make sure you're in a peaceful place and you say, okay, let's go for it. People have different ways, you know, some that they access it. Sometimes they do a little invocation. Sometimes they do... different things Uh, sometimes nature can do it there's all types of things but for people that have never accessed these higher states it's like what are you talking about right they look at you like you got two heads right i don't have a clue how to get there right so all you can do with people like that is well you can talk about it and let people know there are these higher realms and so that they start on a journey looking for how to access it. So let's talk about a few things that can trigger it. You know, sometimes it just happens spontaneously. One day you wake up or one day it's just all of a sudden it's like bing, right? And you are like, oh, my God, you're enveloped with love, right? And it may happen quite a few times, but you don't know how to access it, 
right? And that's the trick to be able to access it at will, right? So having it happen, probably most of us, I mean, we as babies, we already had it happen. And so this is not, you know, you know, something completely new. As babies, we were connected to, uh, to you know, cosmic consciousness, to higher higher energies to our souls and to the whole universe right so we're not talking about something completely foreign right but to be able to ultimately access it is really tricky there's quite a few things that can actually trigger it one is an accident i mean near-death experiences are one of the biggest right they don't happen as often though but even just an accident uh, you know, you can go into another realm or and uh, or it can just shake up your whole life so that something opens up. I think a couple of things did it for me. Actually, when I was younger, I don't remember having access to higher consciousness, but I did have, uh, when I was one, I drank a bottle of Mercurochrome and had to have my stomach pumped, so that probably created an opening in my system right, because that's mercury, and then when I was about 18, I was in a really bad car accident, I'm sure that did something, but I don't remember after that being able to access higher consciousness, in fact, I actually went down, I was on drugs for, you know, migraines for like 10 years, so, but I think that did something to my system. The other thing that, that did it, actually, the number one thing that did it, was psychedelics, right? That's when things really opened. And I was really lucky because the first time I did psychedelics was with the most sweetest heart-open people I've ever met in my life. And they were just so precious in guiding me into a heart space, right? Which is just profound when you're on psychedelics, right? So, you know, even ayahuasca, can do it, you know, take you to another realm. Oh my God, right? So drugs can do it. Accidents and drugs are probably really big. Sometimes I believe your soul is just ready. And it may be that you've already gone there in a previous life. Now, it's funny, I had this one psychic, you know, for what it's worth, she said, oh, this is not your first first uh, rodeo. Dave, you've you've actually been there before in a previous life, so you're opening it up finally again, right? So it could be that you've already done this in a previous life, and then it's kind of spontaneous. There's a lot of psychics, right, that wake up. I mean, they're they're open from the beginning because they've been doing this for many lifetimes, right? So they can already access these higher states and, you know, read your past lives and look into your body and see see what's going on with you physically oh my god right but there's for us normal people <laughs> there's other things that that don't do drugs thank goodness right there's other things you can do and these are what i talked about before one is to go to a place of peace but actually let me share a little other aspect one other aspect from one of my students. One of my students did a paper on different ways to access higher consciousness and it's some interesting components in it. 
So uh, let me find it here. Okay, so often what happens is there's different symptoms that start happening before you're ready to expand. And you might call this the dark night of the soul. Like you get really depressed or you get really just all types of stuff happens. Depression can be a really good precursor to expanding into higher consciousness, right? There's a lot of things that can happen or just, uh, he says, there's a few things you feel in, uh, uh, as though your life is false. You crave meaning and purpose. You begin asking deep questions. You start questioning your beliefs. You have increased feelings of loneliness. You see the unhappiness in others. You feel the need to purge your life. You experience deep empathy and compassion. You crave solitude. Low tolerance for shallow conversations. You want to quit your job. Craving for authenticity and truth. Awareness of self and negative habits. Increased emotional sensitivity. Craving to make the world better. better, Craving to know who you are. Heightened intuition. Notice your more synchronicities. You feel more wonder and curiosity and you start to love unconditionally. Well, those are all huge, huh? And with this, different symptoms happen where you have an amplification of senses, new, t- new intolerance to foods, change in sleeping patterns, vivid dreams, dizziness, weight change, fluctuations in energy, decreased or increased sex drive, decreased immune function, tingling sensation, and spontaneous feelings of vibration through your body. So these can be precursors. So often people say, you know, you got to go deep. I mean, the dark night of the soul is you go down. You go into the darkness before it's bing, right? So that can be a really cool way or just another way of going into these higher states of consciousness. The other ways we talk about is just going to a place of peace and stillness over and over and over. And there's so many ways you can do that. I mean, it could be nature, could be yoga, could be music, could be sound healing. So many different cool ways with sound healing, of course. It could be <clears throat> fasting, right? That often uh, fasting is a big one. That could actually bring you into a higher state. Or breath work. There's another one. Breath work can really do it as well because you can get really high from breath work. Um, I mean, all types of different ways to get to a place of peace and stillness. Whatever works for you. There's a million possibilities, not to mention a million on YouTube. Right? Let's play another video that is about peace and stillness. Actually, this is this was a little more activating. 
Actually, this is about accessing higher states. So this is one of our students, Dina Manifescoe. Uh, oh, i got to share my screen before so you'll be able to see it. Okay, here we go. Okay, there we go. Okay, check this out. She's did this for the conference. Here we go, full screen, enjoy. I call on all archangels, all angels, all ascended masters, the four elements, air, fire, water, earth, and all beings in service of the highest good. The winged ones, the four-legged, the plants and all creation upon Mother Earth. Let us call forth the divine within. Let us connect our pure hearts into the heart of the earth and into the heart of the sun and feel the pulse of creation as it radiates, surrounding us in divine love. Let us be in rhythm to the earth's pulse, the planetary pulse, the pulse of all creation all around us in all time, dimension, spaces, and realities existing all at once where we are unified as one. One heartbeat, one soul in connection to the highest good for all life forms. Love. And again, taking another deep breath into the belly and into the chest, exhaling fully.
May you always remember your seat at the circle. May you always remember. May you always remember. A lot of people talk about getting out of the head. And that's really important to drop down into your emotional body and stop thinking, right? But Alice Bailey, spiritual leader that channels Dijuar Kul, she talks about actually refining the mental body, refining the mind so it's more precise for what it does, right? Because commonly we get lost in the mind. But you can use the mind as a really precise tool to even take you to the edge where you jump off into the realm of higher consciousness. As I say, it's like using the mind to climb out on the branch of a tree and cut it off, right? Using the mind to lead you to that edge to get you to a place of stillness over and over. Using that mind to figure out what you need to surround yourself with. Not only in your home and friends, but also in your business, using your mind to order the world more so you're not struggling, right? So you, so the world doesn't get in the way. So a lot of the problems is people think, oh, I just completely need to stop thinking and not, not worry about it. No, you need to think better. You need to think more detailed and it's a process where you as you get more and more still then the thoughts get more and more clear so it's a combination right but ultimately Alice Bailey says you go into the mind connected to source where you're completely intuitive so it's not like we're getting rid of the mind it's like we're just using it connected to source or connected to your soul. Right? So now the soul is the main controller of your mind and emotional body. But they're still there. There's, I mean, it's like we still got to go to work, right? We still got to right, interact with people. We still got to right, make it in the world or help change the world right and that's the mind's job I mean the mind I mean it has to do the work right the inspiration comes from above but the mind goes okay how are we gonna how are we gonna actually manifest this right it's actually really critical and I think it's the downfall of a lot of people some people are like total higher consciousness, even like so heart open and their life is falling apart. Completely falling apart. Right? So when people say, you've got to get out of your head, I'm like, 
Well, that's true. You do got to get out of your head because there's a lot of people that are just in their head. They are not feeling. They are not, you know, uh, they're just running thoughts all the time. And that's a real problem. So for some, at the beginning, you do have to get out of your head and drop into your emotional body and start feeling, right? But then the next stage as you move further is to actually incorporate the mind and work with the mind to actually help access this higher state of consciousness and get you to that threshold over and over, right? Or at least create more peace through the day. So you got a practice through the day that leads you to more peace. Whether you're taking, uh, doing a little meditation, seems like I... One of the hardest things. I hardly ever meditate. I just get on the sound table, right? Just play the sound table, get on, get vibrated, put on headphones, and I'm like blissed out for 20 minutes. I don't have to do any work. You know, meditation seems like a lot of work, <laughs> right? Sound healing is for the 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 uh, the people that are a little lazy, which is fine, right? Because it's so much fun and it works, right? So figuring out what to do throughout the day, whether it's listening to music, taking breaks over and over, and doing something that gets you to a place of stillness. Because stillness is where the portals open up. When you are perfectly at peace, it's a portal to higher consciousness. Right? Very cool. Let me play a little bit of Gabriel, and then we'll talk a little bit more here. Gabriel sent this video for our Sound Healing Conference. He's in Iceland now. This is a church in Iceland. Okay, about the middle of it. Check this out. It's Gabriel Gold, by the way.
I just realized you're maybe not sharing my screen, huh? Well, that would be helpful. Let's see. Yep, I wasn't sharing my screen. Sorry about that. I'm probably wondering what's going on. Okay, let me go back and now you can hear it, the full thing. Okay.
peace and stillness, right? It's really the whole deal. But it's also about asking. As my friend says, say it and it is so. We set sacred space. We call in our ancestors. We call in our guides. We call in ascended masters. We call in positive aliens, all for our highest good, and it is done. And the little guys show up and sparkles, and the ceiling starts opening up, right? Just ask. As Doreen Virtue says in her books on angels, the angels are up there just bored to death, just waiting for you to ask. All you have to do is ask, and then there they come. They can't do anything until you ask. That's one really huge thing. Ultimately, we're connecting to the frequency of our soul. Everything is vibration, so the soul has to be a frequency. I believe the soul is the most stable frequency of us there is. It never wobbles. Only our emotions and even mental body wobble, physical body. The soul's perfectly still, looking at you and going, what are you doing now to bring us away from source? A pure frequency that is the essence of you that carries your being from lifetime to lifetime, right? I've come to believe that that frequency is the frequency where you're at peace in your body. And that's the note that we actually find where we play each of the 12 notes and rhythms to see which one makes you the most peaceful. I figure that your soul note would be where you're at peace in your body unless God's messing with us. (laughs) So once you find that note, you can use it as a portal to your soul, which has all information about all lifetimes and is connected to source as well, all frequencies in the universe with all information in the universe. It's like your soul is all-knowing and it's stable. That's the trick, to set your intention to connect to your soul and have it be the control of your system. It's interesting because people talk about the higher self as well. And I was just looking before the show today. I did a search on the difference between the soul and the higher self. No one agrees on anything at all. Some people said the higher self is like spirit. Some people said the higher self is like your mental body. It's like just a part of your your lower self, right? It's it's actually part of your system, whereas your soul is the the true the true higher essence. Some people said the soul and the higher self are the same. People are all over the place. Nobody seems to doesn't seem to be a definitive answer between the soul and the higher self. It's one thing that I've come up with that 
I don't even know if it's right myself, often think of the soul as your home note at a lower frequency. Because I think of the soul as the frequency of your root chakra, because that's where you're at peace. And then the higher self, I see as the same note, but many octaves higher. (sighs) Who knows if that's right, but that's what I've been kind of going on for a while, right? It's interesting because, you know, when you go into higher consciousness, I was talking with a rabbi who used to teach here before he passed away. And I said, okay, what is higher consciousness? I mean, your soul is like a frequency with all of this, all of these harmonics, detailed higher other frequencies that are the information from all of your past lives. So as you ascend, I thought, okay, you just get more and more just to that frequency of your soul only. And it's like, the rabbi goes, no, that wouldn't make sense. That means you would lose all of the lessons from all of your past lives. They would be gone. You would just be the soul frequency. All of you learned would be gone. Okay. Well, then it's more like a sacred geometry, beautiful harmonic structure of 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 uh, harmonics of your past life that now are in complete harmony, where you've resolved all of the conflicts or at least gone to a higher perspective around all of these conflicts from all of your lifetimes and just gotten to a place of light. So now it's just like the sparkling harmonic structure, sacred geometry structure of harmonics that are perfectly in harmony around your soul, surrounded by source, or not just surrounded, sources inside it as well, as Doug once said, you don't bring in source, you don't bring in love, you don't bring in any of this. You are all of this, Doug and Don. <laughs> right. So, that's the deal. Is ultimately to have the soul frequency be the bus, be the controller. So now, you are that stable stillness of your soul. Okay. So let's make the sound of your soul. Tune in to that energy. Even if you don't know the note, listen for a note that feels really peaceful in your head, in your system. Don't make it out loud yet. Just listen for it and find it silently first. The most peaceful note there is, a low note. Right. Do a low note. And then just know that that is the frequency of your soul. And make it out loud.
may we all find the frequency of our soul and live it. <laughs> Hold that energy, that intention for the rest of the weekend, the weeks ahead, months ahead, years ahead, and lifetimes. Thank you for listening. Take care.